The following program does not necessarily represent the views and opinions of Reality Radio 101, its advertisers and sponsors, or its listening audience. Listener discretion is advised. And welcome to the Liquid Green Health Show with your hosts, Fred and Janet Cox, right here on Reality Radio 101. To get on board right now, send us an email. Our email address is liquidgreenhealthshow at gmail.com. Now, right to your hosts of the Liquid Green Health Show, Fred and Janet Cox. Good afternoon, everyone. It's October the 2nd, 5.30 p.m. Sunday. My name is Fred Cox, and my co-host is Janet Cox. A warm welcome to Liquid Green Health Show. To our listeners in Toronto, across Canada, the United States, and around the world, thank you for allowing us into your private space. Today's show is sponsored by Liquid Green Products. Producers of eco-superior green cleaning products for your home, office, car, and of course your pets. And if you're not using these eco-superior green products, then what in the world are you using? Visit us at liquidgreenproducts.com. Click on any product you'd like to try and don't forget to enter that code RR101 to get a huge discount. All right. Okay. Um... This is a live broadcast, folks, Mm -hmm. uh, by all, but all our previous broadcasts Mm -hmm. can be found on socials such as Spotify, Facebook, and YouTube. Just type in Liquid Green Health Show and like, share, comment, subscribe. You know, we'd like to hear from you. Give us a, uh, drop us a line at liquidgreenhealthshow.gmail.com and let us know where you are listening from. Do you know, it's it's so important when, when, you know, we have had somebody, my good friend Chester, he actually listened to some of the past show, hit on the one with Gideon. Oh, remember okay. Gideon yes. Exeter uh-huh. who spoke about, you know, um, what happens after our guest today will talk. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> but and he says, oh, my God, I know that man since we were children, they grew up together. And now he's just found him back listening to the Liquid Green Health okay. Show. So the word gets out. We have a lot of listeners. Right. Here in Toronto and generally, you know. It's, so once it's again, folks, once again, mm-hmm. let us know where you are uh, listening from. Send us an email at Liquid Green Health Show um, to, sorry, liquidgreenhealthshow at gmail.com and let us know uh, where you're listening from. Today's yeah. broadcast, like all our broadcasts, is for mm-hmm. education and entertainment purposes only. And it's designed to stimulate the mind and, and help to bring us one step closer to living a healthier lifestyle. We have a fantastic show today. Um, It is a health show, but for the past few weeks, we've kind of veered away from specific uh, health topics. But the topics we have been... um, I'm going to correct you there. No, no, no. Hold on. on. I'm not done. I'm not done. The topics we have been talking about, we have designed it to um, still reflect health issues. Right? Right. And that's what you were going to say. Right. Because... (laughs) When we talk, when we talk about some of the issues, everything always comes back to stress. Yes. The big S. Yes. Right. And and, uh, and today is no different. Right. Today we are talking about health mm-hmm. versus wealth. Right. And why we're doing that. The main reason we're doing that is because we understand that many people, many people have uh, compromised their health to gain wealth. Yep. Only, you know, mm-hmm. in the end to be forced to spend their hard-earned wealth mm-hmm. trying to regain their health. And I'm sure we all know at least one person yes. who yes. that is true. 
who makes that comment true. Mm -hmm. So many of us, you know, in the youth, we don't we don't do the right things, not in health, not in saving, so so much of that. We take and these then things for granted until until it's, it's, it's too late. Too late, <laughs> or you get into a situation mm -hmm. where you have to do it only to realize mm -hmm. that you have been spending right. your hard earned hard earned wealth elsewhere. So. So this week, yeah. I was actually listening. I don't know if um, some of our listeners may be familiar. There's a gentleman. He's very popular on YouTube, Dr. Joe Dispenza. Mm -hmm. And he's actually, he's trained in neuroscience. Okay. And he has, he studies mind-body medicine. And plus, he's a motivational speaker. I, I like him. I listen to him a lot. And what he says, basically, like so many of the experts, is that there is a direct connect with our energy mm -hmm. and our future, meaning we have survival emotions, right? This is all going to make sense when I'm done. We have okay. survival emotions and when we are in stress, it's because the cortisol is because of those hormones, they're there for a specific reason and they're designed to be short term. Okay. But because of the stresses that we all have, mm -hmm. they don't go away. True. So we continuously, we have long term effects of, of, of our bodies because we're in survival mode mm -hmm. so long. And that's what creates disease, right? So what, he's, what he was explaining is that our thoughts, anything we think, our body doesn't recognize the difference between what's real and what's a thought. And that is true. So we have to train ourselves to think differently right. and not to worry about the stresses, right? Because literally, it's our thoughts that can make us sick. Right. And, and, right? and, and basically, mm -hmm. it's, it's the law of attraction in, at, mm -hmm. at, at, at work there. Because yeah. whatever you think of and you focus on it, you're impressing the mind with that desire mm -hmm. to have those things manifest in your life. Right. So he continued to say that if we, if people know that our future, our brain, our coherent brain, we have to convince our brain that we can solve the issues that are bothering us, right? right. If, if, if we are not careful we continue continuously we'll create we won't be able to heal and repair our bodies and, because and, uh, we create the things that bother us the resentment anxiety fear anger the things that, that stress us out right and that is so true yeah but but just <clears throat> before we get to, to, mm -hmm. to our guests mm -hmm. there's one thing that a lot of these doctors tend to stress doctors and scientists mm -hmm. they always stress the brain instead of I know you're going to say the mind. I, I, I would like to say it is not the brain. It is the mind mm -hmm. that you are impressing to, to, to have these things manifest. So I'm going to agree that's, with that's you and say when yeah. we convince our minds, yes. then our body will also be convinced. Because the mind is a memory bank yeah. and every cell in the body is mm -hmm. a memory bank. Yeah. So the cell remembers the last thing that occurred right. and it plays it mm -hmm. back to you. So. And because of that now, once we can convince ourselves that we don't need to worry, mm -hmm. then we're on a good path. And today... And that is why we have our guests Yes, today. Basil and yeah. Ian, right. they're going to help us to do just that. And, to and cut the, the worry right. so that we can convince our brains... Our and mind, our bodies convince our mind not to be diseased right not to to worry because right. worrying causes stress stress yes. brings on inflammation yeah. inflammation leads to disease and, and that's why the... we should never uh we should never sacrifice one for the other right because they mm -hmm. are equally important for exactly. a balanced lifestyle right? so basil so our guests today mm -hmm. are basil rodney and ian Romans of IG Wealth Management. Where's Basil? Okay, Basil, I'm just going to, I, I want to put something out there. I have known Mr. Rodney from, he was a child. <laughs> I'm Whoa. older than you, Basil, but we're, we Who's hail dating? from Falmouth in Jamaica. <laughs> and our families go way back, you know, all my brothers, my sisters, etc. And here in Canada, we have connected. Um, and you, you actually are my financial advisor yes and thanks to you we have been able to do some trips 
that we wouldn't probably not have been able to do successfully. Or we, we did a fantastic medical mission in Guyana that was awfully expensive. But thanks to you and the plan, we were able to constantly take what we need without disturbing the future, right? So, Absolutely. So Basil has over 25 years as a retail manager, and he has spent the last 12 years in financial services, in the financial services industry, working as a financial planner with IG Wealth Management. With the years of experience that he's had as a manager, together with his great people skills, and that's no lie, your Mr. Congeniality. Congeniality. <laughs> he helps his client to create, grow, and protect their wealth. And that's why I feel so confident that you're going to do a great job with us on the show today. Absolutely. He's a proponent of the value of the word that's so banded about now so much, generational wealth. He focuses on assisting clients who are retired or are actively planning their retirement to attain their retirement goals by giving sage financial and investment advice to preserve wealth that is being passed on to the grands and the great grands for generations to come, just like the way the rich people do it. <laughs> Basil, you went to Ryerson Polytechnic. Yes. Have business ad business administration at IFSE Institute. You have your mutual funds certificates, Canada Life. You're, I know you do life insurance. And we don't want to spend the entire time going through <laughs> the, um, the bios, but that's Basil. Now, tell us about Ian, and then we're going to get back to Basil and get into the whole yeah, topic for the day. Yeah, Ian Romans is a graduate at, <clears throat> of the University of Manchester, England, holds a, uh, an MBA in uh, business. And uh, let me just adjust my screen. Let me make an apology here because um, everything seems to be cropping up very, very big for me here. In other words, okay. he can't read. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he's, a, he's a trust and estate um, practitioner with the Society of Trust and Estate Practitioners a chartered life underwriter and holds qualified associated financial planner designation, a registered retirement consultant with the Canadian Institute of Financial Planning, a lifetime member with the Financial Advisors Association of, of Canada, a 12-year senior consultant with IG Wealth Management with over 25 years of experience in the corporate financial management and a background in accounting, business management, tax planning, estate planning, finance, and human resource development. His extensive business experience weaves among many countries, including the Caribbean, USA, and Canada. He has also held many senior management roles, including chief financial officer. He draws on his uh, business acumen to coach business owners, self-employed professionals, families, and young individuals who want to become financially independent. Ian and Carol have been married for 32 years and together, they have four adult children. Now, okay. that, 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 that's, I mean, you know, that's a bio. Wow. <laughs> so these guys sound good, like on paper. Let's see if they sound good in real life, right? So Basil, yes. I, I know we're going to, as we said, let you go first. You have helped your clients achieve true financial well-being. That's correct. What is it? I'm going to put it back to you. What is it that you want to talk to us about today? We're going to let you do most of the talking. Absolutely. Thank you, Janet. Thank you, Fred. Uh, basically, um, there are a lot of people that are retiring, um, you know, roundabout now, uh, especially going into uh, the, the new year. Uh, we get a lot of calls, um, people talking about retirement. And uh, the calls that you get is if we, for an existing client that is now retiring, they want to know, will I be okay? For clients or Canadians who are contemplating retirement, they want to know um, what it's going to take for them to retire, retire comfortably. So, one of the things that we, we, we look at right now is um, Canadians are living much longer. Uh, the last survey I looked at is uh, Canadian male living up to 80 years old and the female 
of course, they live longer, of 86 course. years old. <laughs> wow. <laughs> right? I, and I, um, also, when we, we, we uh, give advice about retirement, uh, one expert uh, says that it's going to take about 70 to 80% Mm-hmm. of your pre-existing um, or pre-retirement income for you to live comfortably uh, in mm-hmm. retirement. Wow. Also, if you're contemplating doing any traveling, it might take the full 100% of what you were making before retirement. Mm-hmm. So it's very important that you really have a plan uh, as to how you're going to go about um, your retirement. Uh, there are a few questions that we start off asking mm-hmm. the client or um, the, the person and uh, I wrote them down so I, I wouldn't forget. Um, mm-hmm. First one, what will you, what will you do to keep you busy in retirement? Will you start a new career? Will you pursue new activities? How will you manage your health? And that, 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 that there mm-hmm. is for another show, you know, of talking course. about yeah. health. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's important that we touch mm-hmm. on that. Uh, will you be doing this alone or with a partner? And uh, will you be supporting the activities of kids and grandkids? And we see a lot of that going on. Mm-hmm. Um, will there be any changes to your monthly expenses? And what what we what we do we we have um, when when we have a client. We, we start off by looking at their personal everyday expenses, mm-hmm. right? So if there's any changes to that, we want to know when we start uh, the planning of, of the retirement. Um, the other thing that we, we want to find out is what is your, your investment assets and your liabilities. And we hope that there's not much liabilities when we go into retirement. Uh, we also uh, look at what is your risk tolerance. Very, very important. So after getting this information, we start doing work for you. But we'll also um, take a real keen look at medical expenses, right? Very important. Because huh? it's very, very important. And we know anything can happen. So if something happens and you don't have a protection plan, first thing you go to is the money that you're saving for your retirement. So mm-hmm. we want to make sure we're clear on that. And that's what other, we said in our intro, right? Absolutely. absolutely. <laughs> yes. mm-hmm. The other part that we, we look at is inflation, okay. right? And oftentimes when we go into retirement, we have some assets and we want to uh, manage uh, conservatively. But the reality is that if if there's inflation, that could create some problems because what it does, it diminishes your purchasing power. So, for example, you know, a thousand dollars, and I'll just do mm-hmm. easy math: four mm-hmm. percent um, inflation over a ten-year period. We're looking at that thousand dollars is now down to six hundred and seventy-six. Uh, I mean, not mm-hmm. you know. The, the, yeah. the fact is that you can only buy that yes. amount of goods and service that you would have mm-hmm. bought uh, 10 years mm-hmm. before. So it is very, very important that we look at, at, at these things. Basil, if I don't interrupt right here yes. before I forget, talking about inflation, do yes. most companies like most of the pension plans, etc., cetera, yes. do they actually do something to keep up with the, with inflation? I know teachers pension does. Right. Some of the other big companies, do they automatically do that? Some, uh, yes. Some? A, a lot of these uh, defined benefit plans, they, they mm-hmm. do have that built in. Yes, it's indexed, right? right. Certain amount you get uh, on an annual basis increases. Mm-hmm. Yes. But it's uh, never enough. Yeah. <laughs> it's well, never enough. That's why we need you. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> that is true. Um, the other thing is understanding the client's risk. Very, very important. Um, Again, you know, wanting to manage your money conservatively, we, you know, we talk to them and say, hey, listen, if you're doing this conservatively, um, inflation is X, Y, Z. If you don't, if we don't manage it to outpace inflation, then 
you're going to be in trouble down the road. And uh, so what we advise them to do is um, diversify their investment and a proper asset uh, allocation uh, management could do that for you. So, and I know there might be things going off in your head about, Mm -hmm. you know, the markets, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know, it's, it's, it's been tough. It's but that tough. happens. That happens all the time. There's absolutely. No, there's absolutely. no decade that the market doesn't go crazy, but it absolutely. always comes back. And, right? and I'm glad yeah. you said that because I, you know, I, I did a little bit of research here, and I just, you know, um, uh, June 1982 uh, mm-hmm. TSX 12 month return mm-hmm. um, was negative 39 percent. The 12 12 months uh, following that. Returns was 87%, and the five-year period uh, following that uh, annualized 27% uh, for a total of 227%. And as a, uh, sorry, go ahead. Sorry, finish up. Finish up. And, and August 2001, 12-month mm-hmm. uh, 12, 12 period, 33% down. And the next, the following 12 months was um, minus 9%. But guess okay. what? 2001, what was it? right 9-11 right so but the following 12 uh five years 12 percent annualized uh for total 79 percent and and then december 2008 uh, the last 12 months there was 33 percent down Mm -hmm. uh the following 12 months 35 percent and the following five year period 12 percent annualized so yes we're down a good picture it's a good picture it's a good picture of the the ups and downs, right? Absolutely. And also in 82, not just the, the the fact that the markets were down. If you remember, I don't if that's when we bought our first house. Oh boy. And yeah. interest rates were like, like 18%. A second mortgage 22%. was 22%. Yeah. Absolutely. So you know it's crazy. But Basil, if somebody mm-hmm. were to come to you right now and mm-hmm. they need help, what's the first thing? Is there anybody you can't help? I, I, I think we can ever help everyone if they're willing, right? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, there, you know, some, some decisions might be tough, um, but, you know, if, if they really want to truly retire comfortably, I mean, at the end of the day, it's all about the money, right? Yeah. You know, we'll, we'll, we'll suggest things to them that, uh, you know, like, like we talk to people, about downsizing. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, some people talked about um, reverse mortgage, all that sort of stuff, mm-hmm. but it's about getting the money so you can retire comfortably, right? And, and it's not just not just the money that they may have, it's the time. Timing is important. Right. And, um, with, with money, the longer you can invest mm-hmm. is the greater your returns will be. Absolutely. Right. So if in a perfect world, what age do you want your clients to start preparing for retirement? Right now, the sooner, the better. Right. You know, the sooner, the better you start uh, thinking about retirement. You know, because, it's, it's, mm-hmm. it's funny you should you should say that because many young people. And when I say young, I'm, I'm talking about people in their 30s, mm-hmm. uh, 35. Millennials. Don't mm-hmm. focus on retirement. Mm-hmm. Right. And that is something that, you know, we need to to get that generation to understand. Um, again, it comes back to the longer you you you, you plan to to uh, for your retirement is the greater the returns will be. So I think, Mr. Ron, you want to share with us some of the strategies for how we can go about really well, trying to build our retirement. portfolio. Well, this is the, the, mm-hmm. the thing is that. Um, the first thing we want to know is how much money you're going to need in retirement. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then we start looking at um, what those income sources are going to be. And, and uh, we know that they're guaranteed income source and there's assets, asset based income source. So when we look at guaranteed, we're looking at things like CPP, mm-hmm. OAS, and 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 uh, I'll just say CPP is uh, the Canadian Pension Plan, mm-hmm. right? And old age security OAS, right? Mm-hmm. Then if you're lucky enough to have a defined benefit uh, pension, 
which which is you know sets you up you have a specific amount you get every month from that pension and you can also um, have uh, annuities mm -hmm. which could be personal or it could be uh, employer base mm -hmm. okay. then mm -hmm. um we know this was going to happen it's five to six already okay <laughs> <laughs> and we have ian waiting all right you know, so we're, uh, you know, before uh, we're not going to let you go away before mm -hmm. we come back to you but i just wanted to mention something that our show the our listeners are predominantly us and canada almost 50 50 and so for our us listeners they're going to hear about um the rsp and oas cpp etc absolutely but in the states they will have their 401k 401k but the information yes. you give is just generally for everyone wouldn't you agree absolutely absolutely mm -hmm. yeah so it, the, the other part the asset base mm -hmm. is rsp like you say tfsa mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. uh, non-registered and also, uh, the defined contribution, which is employer base mm -hmm. where the employee, uh, contributes and also the employer. Right? right. So I won't get into, we don't have time to get into all these different things, but, um, the amount of time that you have, or you start planning for retirement is much better because then you have a lot more options. Um, if you're already retired, uh, the, the options are limited. Um, we're going to look at your expenses. If you don't have enough money to do what you want to do, might, you know, look at your expenses and uh, advise that, that you reduce them. Or like if you have a house, you might want to downsize or sell it and rent and all that sort of stuff, the options. But if you are nearing retirement, um, you could look at, uh, and, and when we work things out and there's a gap, not enough money, we can start looking at increasing your savings, mm -hmm. um, cutting the retirement, suggest that in uh, cutting your expenses in retirement, uh, uh, because suggest that, you know, you, you, you plan to work till 70 instead of retiring at 65 okay. or, you know, get a part-time job in retirement. So okay. uh, there are a few options, and uh, I know time is, is, is yeah. of the essence here, so I won't go any further, but mm -hmm. the, 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 the message is retirement is important, mm -hmm. and the sooner you start looking at that retirement day, it's the better thing for you. Yeah. And everybody can benefit, no matter your age, no matter Absolutely. your status, your yeah. religion, whatever. Okay, no, don't just, go away, Basil, don't you're go still away. there. Just before we go to our next, yeah. yes, I just mm -hmm. want to... Um, tell our, our, our audience, if you're joining us for the very first time, or mm -hmm. if you have tuned in late, you're listening to the Liquid Green Health Show on Reality Radio 101. Um, today, our guests are Ian Romans and Basil Rodney, both with over 12 years of uh, um, experience in the financial world, mm -hmm. and they are with IG Wealth Management of Canada. Okay, and Basil, when we come back down at the end, don't, for, don't let us forget to give out your social media and your phone number etc we will do that ian we want to get to you before the hour but gentlemen i'm going to ask you because this is such an important topic and uh, already we're just going to set a new date to bring you back because what you're doing today is not going to do our listeners it's going to do a little justice but for the wealth of information that i know you have we're going to just say please can we just book another date before the end of the year okay All so right. even if you don't get through everything today Ian, you're the estate planner, amongst other things. We read your bio, there's a list. But I think today you wanted to focus on estate planning. Where yes. would you like to begin? I'm going to let you do like Basil, knowing the time is so short. What's the most important that you'd like to share with us in the beginning? Well, um, thanks for having me on the show. Oh, um, you're so welcome. I, I would want to speak about what is estate planning? Yes. Um, how do you develop it? A lot of things you take in consideration. What are the tools you use? Mm -hmm. And of course, how you minimize um, taxation that if you are living in Canada, we, we have a very, very aggressive tax system here in Canada. Mm -hmm. So those are the four main areas I would want to cover. Okay. What it is, what 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 we do in developing the plan, and of course, um, the tools you use mm -hmm. in doing the estate planning. 
And before, I'm just going to throw this at you, even with all your plan, <laughs> when should we start estate planning? Make sure you say that as well, right? Okay. Yeah, because people think it's for old people. <laughs> you okay. know, it's or, such or, it's or only for rich people. Yeah, and okay. we don't say. Yeah. All right. So estate planning is really um is 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 planning for your exit is ensuring that in time of grief because when you lose a loss when you lose a lot i love one you don't want to have to make a very important decision and so it's important that you set the plan in place that when that time comes your family not making rational decision when they're grieving and and secondly it also deals with planning for incapacity uh, and that could happen anytime so in answering the question about when should you start um Surely, if you if you if you are over the age of eighteen, of course, everybody should have. And I will mention some of the tools. I, mm-hmm. You should have a power of attorney. Mm-hmm. Um, there are sometimes I have some young clients who the power of attorney is even more important than a, than a will, because if you go on the highway, for example, our biggest highway, four hundred one, and you meet an accident and you will become incapacitated, if you don't have that in place. Nobody can access your relative, your mother, your wife, can't mm-hmm. access anything that you have. So estate plan is really about um, ensuring that your asset pass to the most tax efficient way to the to your beneficiaries, your family. And of course, it, it avoids uncertainty um, and a litigation. Because if you are a parent and you have children and you didn't set out what you want, Families are torn apart because of estate issues. Oh gosh, siblings, yes, siblings don't speak to sibling anymore because mm-hmm. they are fighting over what is there. Right. And um, it end up in court where they spend a lot of money, and the only person's benefit from it is the lawyer. The lawyer. The lawyers. Yep. They go and mm-hmm. fight over it, and um, yeah. at the end of it, the family is ruined. Right. Um, it also helps to minimize in, in income taxes. Right. Mm-hmm. Now. How do you develop a plan? First of all, you need to talk to your advisor and it could be your financial advisor like me or your accountant, your lawyers. And the first thing is, it: what is the goal? What is it I want to achieve? Is it tangible or intangible? What do I mean by that? Um, intangible. Uh, in developing your estate goals, if your intangible goal is to preserve family harmony, Sometimes it's not, not the best thing to name your child or children the executive of your estate because they end up fighting over it. Mm-hmm. Um, you also want to take in consideration if it's, your, if it's your second marriage. And in Canada, we have a lot of second marriages. Um, how do you balance the, the need for your new spouse with the need of your previous children from a previous marriage? There are competing interests. Your current spouse mm-hmm. that you have, you love and care for, yes. but you also have children before that spouse. How do you balance those conflicting, those conflicting goals that, that will arise? Yes, Ian, um, you're so right about that. And we all hear the stories. I remember reading in Falmouth, Basil, where we're from in Falmouth, there was a murder in church just because of that, where the, the new wife kind of disregarded the children and everything ended up in a gunshot in church and she was dead, right? Yes, so yes. what you're talking about, we understand. It's so, so, so important. Mm-hmm. In, the, in developing your goals, you're asking, okay, should each child be treated fairly or equally? Um, and being fair is not necessarily equal. So let me give an example. If you have three children and one of them is disabled or has some issues that one needs more care he needs a greater part of your estate as opposed to the one who is is able to manage himself so are you going to treat them fairly or equally um a very dynamic situation happens when if you have a business and if you have three children again you might have one person working inside of the business who have an interest the other two don't have no interest if you're leaving your estate equally all those children it's a nightmare because now the other children who have no interest are now partners in the business 
Okay. And usually the business fail because they don't have the knowledge or the acumen or they don't have the interest. All they know is that they are, they are now a shareholder. Mm-hmm. Um, in your estate plan, you want to ensure that there is no liquid, uh, liquid asset in your, in your estate. So for example, for persons who own, who own several real estate property, and by the way, real estate is good to own. Yes. But but the, the question is when 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 something happens, when you pass away, you could have three levels of tax to pay, right? And I'll get into that shortly. Mm-hmm. Um, so do I have enough liquid asset in my in my my estate to pay for it? Um and of course, in the final thing in developing your, your estate goal is do I want to contribute that to a charity? In other words, a lot of persons have have charity with which they give, and of course, um Give the charity also help. Now, many times people want to reduce probate. And in estate planning, here's people that I don't like probate. I want to get out of it. The thing is that probate is you pay when you have a will mm-hmm. and it goes to court. Um, it's called probate. And probate is like one and a half percent of the value of your estate, over $50,000 in Canada. So it could be substantial. And sometimes persons want to avoid probate, so they do other, other, other strategies. Um, so those are the four or five things that you should go when you are decide to develop a plan. Now, what are the tools? Uh, there are five tools that um, we use in our estate planning. The first one is a will. Now, what's a will? A will is um, a legally enforced document that outlines um, how your assets are to be distributed. It appoints an executor who manages your estate and it usually confers who are the beneficiary and who who should get what. Um, Now, if you are a business owner and you live in Ontario, Canada, you might want to have more than one will. Um, You want to have a personal will and a business will. And then okay. the rationale is you, you want to reduce the probate fee, right? So you have one set of one will that deals with your all personal asset, and you have a second will that deals with your business asset, the shares of your corporation. So that okay. can bypass the estate altogether. Oh, that's interesting. I didn't know that. That's, right. I, I thought everything is just one, but you're saying it's just advisable to it's have advisable. to separate. Right. But you, okay. for one, for one, you reduce the delay that occurs. You reduce the okay. cost of probate because one will be probated, one will not be. Okay. Um, of course, you you can't do it yourself. You need to go to a, a, a specialized lawyer who does estate planning. Excuse um, me, Ian. I, quick, quick, quick question: Is that true though? Like, can somebody write their own will? Yes, there's a handwritten will that you can write, but yeah. it is not recommended. Um, okay. It is well. What's what is worse though? People have gone online and um, printed a, a will, will form of the of the um, internet. Mm-hmm. That's the worst possible thing. That's not a will. Okay. That's okay. not a will. In fact, the handwritten one is even better than that, right? Okay. Yeah. What is not advisable? You want to go to a proper estate lawyer, especially if you have complicated assets, mm-hmm. who can make sure that the right things happen. Because you could you could, for example, if you are a beneficiary of a will, or you're a spouse of beneficiary of a will. And you're a witness to that will. It is void. Yes. So, so you you have to understand that. Um, yeah, go to the, the professional. Pay the seven hundred dollars, whatever it is. Get a proper will done. Um, um, I, I, just, just hold your thought. I, I just want to go back to the wills. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> the difference between the two, the personal and the, and the business mm-hmm. will, and what he said is very important because a corporation is a total entity. It's, mm-hmm. it's like a human being. It has a okay. life of its own. Oh, I so see. Therefore, right. you have to have, a, it's important to have a will for that. Right. Um, the second tool in the box is a power of attorney, which is, and there are two of them. There is a power of attorney for care, um, and that takes consideration for any health decision that person makes on your behalf. And that there is a power of, of management. Now, the POA for management, the persons can do anything that you can do. They can sell your asset. They can dispose of anything. So that person who you choose is somebody who you trust, mm-hmm. somebody who is um, frugal because they, they 
They can do everything that you could do except making a will, right? So it is important, um, even if you don't have anything to have a power of attorney in place, because mm -hmm. I said before, if you met in an accident and became incapacitated, nobody can access your, 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 your assets. Bank, your bank account, nothing, bank account, right? I hear nothing. They, even your car, you can't even sell your car, You can't right? do anything. So that's oh. why I recommend young people, even if you don't have a will in place, yeah. have a power of attorney in place. As if something happened to you and you're... And you're suffering, there's somebody who can who can look after you. Now, the power of attorneys are only good when you're alive. Mm -hmm. When you're dead, they are they're, they're done, right? Right. The power of attorney is only when you are alive. Um, so I'm going to tell all our listeners right now, when this show is done, which is what I'm gonna do, I'm going to my son and we're gonna write that up this week. <laughs> we're gonna get that power of attorney done. Yes. Right. Because a lot of people, as you say, Ian, they don't do this for fear. They figure they have time. They're not thinking accent. They're not thinking they're, they're figuring only the old people are going to die, you know, and you right. have that will in place. So this is really, really solid advice. So OK, the, so the power of attorney is called constant living will. And, mm -hmm. and uh, the will is when you're gone. Now, um, the then the other tool that we have in our box is um, people have what joint ownership. Okay. So like so, like you have a home, you have joint ownership with your spouse, yeah. right? Okay. Um, anything that is joint bypasses estate. It goes. So let's say that um, Fred and you have a joint ownership for real estate. Mm -hmm. If something happened to Fred, it's everything mine. goes to you. Yep. All of all the all of the <laughs> So that bypasses the estate and goes straight to the beneficiary. And in a lot of families, you have joint ownership. Now, care must be taken, especially if you're a blended family again. Um, if you have, if it's your second marriage and you have, you have joint ownership. So think about this. Um, okay. Fred is married to you, Janet, and mm -hmm. you passed away, right? No, he's dying first. So do it the other well, way. Well, well, so. <laughs> he's going first. <laughs> <laughs> I get that all the time. So don't yeah. worry. I'm the woman. I'm going to live. Basil, what yes, did you say? Eight years 86. Right? Yeah. Okay, let's, let's turn it around then. Yeah. Fred, Fred passes away. Yes. And he, he has everything going to you as his spouse, surviving 30 days. Mm -hmm. Of course, you have children together. I mean, two years later, the gr your grieving stopped, you got married again. Mm -hmm. Right? You got married to somebody who possibly have children too. And if yeah. you pass away, yeah. mm -hmm. Fred so. and your children could be disinherited. Yeah. It would skip, it could possibly skip that generation to a new stranger because that new spouse now gives it to, her, to his, his issue. He okay. died. So I have seen where, where um, fam, original families, mm -hmm. they have lost everything. It went straight sideways to the next, mm -hmm. <laughs> next kid, yeah. right? Um, and that's course, when the fighting no begins. <laughs> um, I mean, so, it has to go to court. Uh, no, well, I mean, if if you have if the, if there is joint ownership, there's nothing. You're gonna to go to court, but you're not gonna win. You're kidding. Because oh, if really? it's joint ownership with the rights of survivorship, it goes straight over to the next person, right? Wow. Um, some people, in order to avoid um, probate, they have what's called joint accounts, mm -hmm. right? Uh, be careful, because if you if you have joint accounts with your children or or properties for that matter, what happens if their marriage breakdown? What if they get sued? Right. Um, uh, so you, if you have a property, you say, you know what? I want to avoid probate. I'm going to add my children to it. Bad idea, because you trigger what's called capital gains tax, right? Mm -hmm. And if they become married and divorced, that is up for grabs. Um, if if they get sued, that's up for grabs. So you be careful about adding joint tenancy with your children. Mm -hmm. um, the other thing is having a beneficiary name on certain things. For example, if you have a life insurance, you can have a name beneficiary. If you have a, a RSP, which is a real estate saving plan, you could have a name beneficiary in it. However, I have seen where a person gets married again and the previous wife was the name beneficiary. So think about this, Fred. You were married before. I know you're married 42 years now. Yeah. <laughs> you were married before. That wife was the name beneficiary on that registered plan. Yeah. 
You never change it. You got married and now that is your wife. You pass away. Guess what happens? Mm. All that money goes to the ex to the previous Excellent. wife. Yeah. Right? Then and, the fight begins again. And Janet, <laughs> and Janet is left <laughs> with a tax bill because the the the, the so RSP serious. is 100% taxable. So let's say you had a $500,000 in your RSP and you had your previous wife, the name beneficiary. She gets the $500,000 paid out to her and Janet now has a tax bill of $250,000. Oh my God. This is reality, oh. right? This is yes, real. And I'm sure anything that happens in Canada also happens in the US. It does. And, oh, and most of the Western oh, world, yeah. right? I'm glad you said that. Don't wish for me to die. You don't know who I'm married to, okay? <laughs> you're already too old. You're already 71. So, you know, your time's limited. So there are two other tools. Um, like yeah, you before you do the next tool, one quick question, and then we have a few emails that we really want to get to. So don't forget where you are. But my uh -huh. quick question is, when you were talking just now, what about prenuptial agreements? I know, again, movie stars, wealthy people do that. Instead of some of these kind of agreements, does that work in court? Like, you know, instead of joint tenancy, those kind of things. Okay. Um, so in Canada, we call it cohabitation agreement. Oh, right? okay. Right? okay. Mm -hmm. um, and I give a quick example. I had a client who was getting married mm -hmm. and um, she owned the, house, the home with her mother. I was mm -hmm. getting married. I said to her, um, you need to change the date of the wedding. She said, no, I can't. I said, okay. I needed to have a, a cohabitation agreement because our husband was moving into the house mm -hmm. where they were living. And if that happens and it passed away, he's automatically becomes a part of the owner. The owner. And the mother's so, out. And mother's out. So uh -huh. it's, it's, it's good to have cohabitation agreement. Okay. However, when you met somebody new and you start talking about that, that could lead to a lot of problems because mm -hmm. you don't trust me. You think I'm here to rough, <laughs> take money you off and not go very <laughs> yeah. well, right? Yeah. Right. So, so, um, okay. So, so, so we're gonna get to just, a few hold, hold emails, a and then we'll yeah. come right back. I have a few emails I'd like to read. Here's one from Karen, mm -hmm. and she says, "Right on, Janet. So true. Final financial stress always affects health issues with people. Thanks for this show. Your guests are not only teaching us about financial things, but they are helping our overall well-being, health-wise. Yep." Right, Absolutely. and then and we have one from uh, Joyce, mm -hmm. uh, and Joyce says this is a fantastic show today. We need more health and wealth advice now more than ever. And thank you, Joyce, because that is absolutely the truth. Because right, one, one leads to, if you don't, I don't know, if some people choose, right? And we don't really have to choose. We need both. Right. And right? here we have one. Uh, from this is from David, David. And, and it's a question for a guest. Um, I think probably Basil, probably we yeah. can answer this later. Anyone could answer. Do yeah. you do your uh, do your guests know anything about critical illness insurance? And if so, even with health issues uh, now, can I still get it? And what we can do like um, Basil later on, we can we can share some of these emails. Yeah. Right. So okay. we, we can send your information out to folks, not Absolutely. share their email, but send your information so they can get more detailed answers. Sorry, what you were going to say very quickly? Yeah, we, we do um, okay. we do uh, critical illness insurance, mm -hmm. disability, do all the, the, the insurance except car insurance. So Okay, yes. wonderful. All okay. right, Ian. No, Let's, before you get to Ian, here's mm -hmm. another one, one from Tina. Okay. She says, hi to Jonathan Fred. So interesting today. There are three of us listening to your show here in Vancouver. Thank you. Great. Thanks very much for that, Tina. Okay. okay. Ian, yeah. it's all yours again. Sorry so, to interrupt, but it is fine. There, there so the other tool is life insurance. Um, oh, life insurance <laughs> is, is very, very, very important. Mm -hmm. The most wealthy persons have the biggest life insurance. Yeah. Um, it's it's funny. A lot of um, people of of Caribbean descent, when you speak to them about insurance, they don't want to do it because they think they're going to die. Or, mm -hmm. but the the most wealthy persons have the biggest insurance policy. Yeah. yeah. And the reason for that is is it provides estate equalization so let's say in my estate i have a second property or a cottage and i have two children i might want to leave the cottage to one but i need to have an equivalent amount of insurance to the other so they don't fight because mm -hmm. when you're gone they'll be constant fighting yes. um it maximizes estate to be where you can grow your wealth so you find a person who will give away things to charity 
And when you give something to charity, you get what's called a tax credit. Mm-hmm. Reduce your income tax. Yes. And then they buy a life insurance to replace what they give away. Right? Okay. 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 <laughs> you, you use somebody's money to create wealth for your generation. Someone has money. It's been crazy. Um, and of course, it, it preserved the estate. Because as I said, you could lose up to almost 70% of the estate in taxes. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, that's, that's where the 1.5% comes in. Actually, more than that. So what happened is that quickly. What did you, you say? 20%? You said 20%? Yeah. No, over 60%. In taxes? In taxes. In taxes. In taxes. So let me give wow. an example. Let me give okay. an example. If you have a real estate holding, you have you own mm-hmm. several real estate in a company. If you passed away, mm-hmm. the value of those things are reflected on your income tax. Tax number one. Mm-hmm. So the entire values of those companies of the, the rental properties is included in your final tax bill. Wow. Mm-hmm. The 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 company, so the company, you pay the, you pay the tax. The company now wants the money to pay the estate, has to go and sell some of those properties. Mm-hmm. When they go sell that property, they have what's called capital gains tax. Yes. Which is, which is, which tax. is so if they bought the property for 500000 I didn't know where, $1 mm-hmm. 500000 is taxable. Right. right? So the, you pay the tax on your, on your final tax return. The company pay corporation tax on the property it is sold. When the money comes into the corporation, it has to go out. Mm-hmm. When you pay it out in dividend, you pay tax again, three levels of tax. So that is one of the reasons why you need to have a proper plan, mm-hmm. have an insurance inside of it, a corporate insurance, life insurance, to mitigate the tax, the tax burden. Yeah. Um, and no. my last tool mm-hmm. is a trust. Now, yes. many persons um, don't understand what a trust is. A trust is where I have asset, I, I transferred in what's called a trust, a separate legal mm-hmm. entity. And the trust is managed by somebody that's not me. Right. So I give my asset over to the trust to manage. The trustee manages the asset on the behalf of the beneficiary. Mm-hmm. Right? So this is one of the tools that you can use, especially if you are... A blended family mm-hmm. where upon the death of one, so let's say you and Jonathan are married mm-hmm. and you want your asset to roll into a trust. Um, so that trust, for as long as she's alive, she's the only person who can access it. And upon mm-hmm. her death, it goes back to the original children. All right. Oh. So that, that's one of the tools you can use. It also helps to, if children are too young to receive money, the trust can manage that. And of course, it can use minimize taxes. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know, man. We are we are we are only have four minutes left. Uh, <laughs> but, but you yes. know, I, I, I tell you something. I've heard about compound interest, mm-hmm. but I never heard about compounded taxes. <laughs> you just explained to me yes. this compounded taxes. Okay. Yes. All right. So well, okay. So in a nutshell, we're gonna hold it there because rather yeah. than trying to put a whole lot more in and we're going to come back we, we have, need both your gentlemen you back, back. Yes. but the whole thing about the trust i would like to do a show just on trust okay. because it's not okay. just it we have been it's, trying it's, it's not as simple as as we thought it was it's exactly not, this mm-hmm. is very complicated and we have been trying to get information honestly we've gone to the internet we've looked no. they're suggesting no. you talk to lawyers but you've explained it quite succinctly Mm-hmm. And it's something that every family, uh, this show is for black, white, everybody, yeah. right? We have quite a few nationalities, many different countries now, listening. I, I, but I want to ask a question. For black people, yeah. especially, we, we, we're not in this space, yes. right? Not we collectively, because some, of, some folks, of course, have done very well. They understand. But when we look at some of the really wealthy families, for example, a Donald Trump. And we hear about the trust and um, some of those folks, all those people in certain income brackets, they all have family trusts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And but, but, most people that are average, we don't. I, I, I need to ask right? a question here. Sure. To, to, to create a trust, does mm-hmm. it matter how much wealth you have? Yes and no. Um, I, I, so what, what I mean, if you have... $100,000, it does not make sense for my trust because mm-hmm. it's a, it's, it's, it is a separate filing 
thing that has to be done. Mm-hmm. You have to go to law, set it up. You you need to have a substantial um, asset to do that. Okay. You can use you can use one of the other four tools I mentioned, but mm-hmm. the trust is really for protection from marriage drug breakdown for your children, protection okay. from lawsuit, protection from um, if you have uh, incapacity. So you're right. We could have a, a presentation just on trust only. Yes. Great. You have a, you have a trust and mm-hmm. while you're alive and it's just when you're gone. There's a living trust mm-hmm. and there's a testamentary trust. So it is, it is quite quite a lot. So at this point, before we forget, how can people, we know we have some specific questions. Basil, you want to start with you? You want to give us, like, you know, tell us what it, where, how can somebody reach you? Best well, way, you know, share some social handles, yes, you whatever. Can, you, you can reach me um, at my, um, my email is basil.rodney at ig.ca. So basil.rodney at ig.ca. And that's B-A-S-I-L, Basil, right? That is correct. And Rodney, not a very common name, popular. R-O-D-N-E-Y. Right. Well, it's not a common surname. It's a very common first name. First name, right. Yeah. And Is there a phone number? Yes. Phone number 416 Okay. Four one six eight four one six zero three seven. And and Ian, same for you. How, how could so it's Ian dot Romans at ig dot ca. So it's Ian dot Romans at ig dot ca. And and, and you you folks work together at ig. Yes. Well? Yes. I mean, actually, we 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 meet every Thursday. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Yes. Yeah. We are okay. colleagues. Okay. Um, Ian, you were about to give out your phone number. It's 905-443-1115. That's 905-443-1115. That's okay. correct. Um, and it's 627. Yes. And we want to mention what's coming up next week. Um, next week, we're disregarding health on the health show. <laughs> where we have, a, we have someone, his name is Arthur Augustine. And in Canada, I know in the U.S. the elections are coming up. So it is the municipal elections are coming up and uh, we're going to host Mr. Augustine. He is uh, running for mayor in Ajax and uh, we are going to definitely have him on. And I don't know how to link that to health. <laughs> so we're just going to say yeah. the health show is going to be talking politics next week. We will throw right? away because <laughs> politics is a stress related in. in uh, yeah, in, right. So just so like, you're just like not having enough money can cause stress. Yeah. So that so is having the wrong Politician. Ah, there we go. <laughs> Having the wrong politician will definitely create definitely stress it, because it that's where it all stress. begins. But you're going to thank our guests. We want to thank you <laughs> so much for being on the show today. Yeah. Uh, your information certainly is, you know, invaluable. Absolutely. And um, we certainly will look forward to having you once again because the topics that you wanted to cover and couldn't do it because of time yes, is always. wide and plentiful. Right. And so we have to have you back on the show. Um, a lot of our, our listeners, mm-hmm. I'm certain, have been glued to the radio or to Facebook, Facebook. you know, taking mm-hmm. in what was being offered to them. So once again, I want to thank you folks for being on the show. And uh, we're looking forward to having you back on the show. We have two Thanks. minutes. Yeah. Um, uh, coming up. What's coming up next week? I uh, talked about next that. Week, um, Again, we want to talk about OTCI. Oh, yes. Oh, boy. Right? Okay. I don't uh, think we have time, but... You we know. don't have a lot of time, but I'm, I'm just going to uh-huh. briefly mention it. OTCI is an, is an organization that is um, working uh, specifically with tenants or anyone that would like to acquire real estate to build mm-hmm. uh, real estate equity as a cooperative. Ontario right? Tenants Ontario, Cooperative yes. Inc. Right. And that's what it is. Okay. Um, because municipalities are talking mm-hmm. of ways to combat the grave situation mm-hmm. of uh, homelessness. Yeah. And they are reaching out to communities yeah. to come up with ideas. And that's one of the organizations that we're affiliated yeah. with. And also Liquid Green, we have something powerful. We can't disclose what it is yet. Yes. But there is something we're working on with uh, someone and uh, every, 
I'm really, really, really excited about it. Yeah, you because keep our, we're going to be closed for now. But it's going to be big. It's going to be big. In the meantime, for those uh, those of you that are listening or would like to learn more about OTC, mm-hmm. OTCI, we encourage you to go to the website OTCI.ca. That's OTCI.ca. Uh, there is information that you can download. Um, take a take a, a read of it. And then go from there, right? And with that, um, I'd like it's to end to today's end. show. Time is running out so quickly, right? Yeah. If you've missed any of our shows, you can listen, watch them, or watch them on the following platforms, Spotify, Facebook. And don't forget to go to Liquid Green Products. Enter your promo code RR101. This has been the Liquid Green Health Show you've been listening to. My name is Fred Cox, our now, host, Janet Cox. And let's Radio stay healthy. And we'd like to say, let's, let's stay, stay healthy. healthy. Thank you for listening to the Liquid Green Health Show with your hosts, Fred and Janet Cox, right here on Reality Radio 101.